With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. As you know, we've been talking about early America. We've been talking about the faith of our founding fathers and our forefathers, our foremothers. We've been talking about courage and character and the need for, for us to support pastors so that they know that we have their back. These are the leaders that are going to uh, lead us into spiritual blessing by honoring God, trusting and obeying him and his word, teaching us the principles of internal liberty from the 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 the, the the demons in our own heart that lock us up into selfish prisons and the snakes in our head that rob us of peace of mind. Our pastors need to know that we love them and that we are uh, behind them. And, and, and they need to, uh, they need to lead us. That's their calling. Pastors, we're counting on you. Show us what to do. Lead the way. And we will follow. So today is April 1st, and um, I wonder if you know what day it is. April 1st is a day that we should all take note of. You know what it is? It's, uh, well, people say it's April Fool's Day. Um, It's actually National Atheist Day. Uh, The Bible says that the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. So, The fool says, there's no God. In other words, we could be talking about atheists. We could be talking about someone who says there is no God. Now, some atheists would like to say, well, I'm not going to take that strong position because they don't want to have to prove their assertion that there is no God. So they say instead, well, I don't have enough evidence to believe in God. And the Bible says that that's playing the part of a fool. So on today, it is National Atheist Day, April 1st. And uh, I looked up the definition of of a fool in the dictionary. And and the dictionary says that a fool is a silly person. It's a person who is not wise or who is unwise. And so we could say a fool is someone who lacks wisdom. And they're silly because they're ignoring reality. The thing that should be so plain, they're uh, pretending as though they can live in some other kind of a reality. And I know that's a good definition because I too was once an atheist and I played the part of a fool. Now, that's not to say that atheists are not intelligent. God made atheists. God made the brain inside atheist's head. And I know many atheists that are far smarter than me, uh, than uh, friends that I know. And I also know people like... uh, well, dear friends of mine who work at universities and, and philosophers and mathematicians and historians who are also, uh, have, they have size 10 brains. God made all people. But the fool is the person who plays the role of the silly person and acts unwisely. Now, sometimes an atheist will like to say, as I did, that uh, I don't believe in God. And, and I thought I could just create my own reality as though God didn't exist simply because I didn't believe in him. Well, uh, th- that's convenient, but it doesn't really work. I mean, you just think about it. If you step out into the middle of the freeway and say, I don't believe in traffic, 
that doesn't change reality. Um, I myself am a recovering atheist. And so I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the thinking of an atheist. Many atheists just don't want to believe in fairy tales. They don't want to put on uh, what they would call God goggles and see the world uh, and be- in such a way that causes them to believe in fairy tales. But the fairy tale is actually to believe that the world around us came about with all of its design and all of its complexity. All of creation lacks a creator and all happened by a random chance process that never had you and I in mind. That's silly. That's believing in a fairy tale. Um, while the atheist may say he doesn't believe in God, in the Bible, God says that essentially he doesn't believe in atheists. Did you know that? In the book of Romans, God says that what can be known of God is clearly seen through the things that God has made. And specifically, God's eternal power and his divine nature. You see, we can know that God exists without seeing God with our eyes in the same way that I know a painter exists if I look at a painting, right? If you look at a painting right now, how do you know that there was a painter? If you can't see the painter, you can't touch the painter, you can't talk to the painter, you can't feel the painter, smell the painter, you know there was a painter because paintings don't paint themselves, You don't need faith to believe in a painter. The painting is proof positive there must have been a painter. When you look at a building, how do you know that there was a builder? Even if you can't see the builder, you can't talk to the builder, you can't hear the builder, you don't need faith to believe in a builder because the building is proof positive there must have been a builder. Buildings don't build themselves. And when you and I look at the, the design of creation, I mean, just think of, of, of uh, brown, colorless dirt. And out of that dirt can grow strawberries and garlic and rosemary and thyme and chives and tomatoes and plums and watermelons and pumpkins and food to feed animals and you and me. All of that coming through these sticks and vines to nourish us, full of color. When you and I think about the hearing system or the circulatory system in the human body, think of right now, I, I am vibrating my vocal cords and I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing little molecules around in my throat and they're just going like this right now to you through this technology and it's coming out the speaker you're listening to my voice in and that's actually moving molecules through the air being caught by the ridges in your ear traveling through your middle ear to your inner ear the labyrinth there are three little bones inside of there that are specifically designed to be able to transfer those molecules that are just bouncing around and you have uh, uh, organs in there, you have an eardrum, you have a cochlea, and, and these are transmitted through little electrical impulses to your brain, and your brain recognizes them because it accesses your memory to know what those bouncing around molecules turn to electrical impulses actually represent, and they're words. Not only does your brain know that those words are familiar to you, it's actually telling you that the voice coming to you is from Kirk Cameron, me, and not your brother-in-law, not your dad. Not your little, not your little nephew. All of that is going on without you even thinking of it. I'm talking this fast and you're getting it. And to think 
that that has happened without a master engineer, without a master designer, is to be silly. Come on. I mean, that's to lack wisdom. You know design when you see it. Here is some design. To say that this formed itself out of plastic and metal without any designer in mind would be an insult to the, to the designer. To say that this laptop computer, this, this computer with all of its RAM and all of its hard drive and software and hardware just assembled itself over billions of years of a random chance process, adjusting to environmental factors, would be the height of silliness. How much more silly is it to believe that you have a heart, a pump inside of your, your body that's, that's beating hundreds of thousands of times without you even thinking of it while you were asleep, pumping blood through the plumbing system that's going to every cell inside of your body, but first picking up oxygen inside of your lungs as you breathe it in, which by the way is given to us from trees that God has made. And all of this is happening without a master electrician and without a master plumber, without a master engineer to design the pump. Oh my goodness. There is a loving God who made every atheist and he's demonstrated his love to you. If that's you listening right now, God has been kind to you. He's been gracious to you, just like he has been to every, every one of us. And as someone said to me one day, 10 out of 10 people die. We're all part of the ultimate statistic. And you and I will face this God, whether we believe in him or not. And I say this because I'm not trying to get up into your business or offend you. And, I, and you, may be, you may have a higher IQ than me. But regardless of our smarts, we can all be silly. We can all lack wisdom. And God says that if we'll ask him, he'll give us wisdom. And he can make us wise. And so what I wanted to say to you, if you question the existence of God, if you say there is no God, you're like a person who looks at a painting and says, I don't know if there's a painter. There's not enough evidence. Or you're like a person who looks at a building and says, I don't believe in, 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 in a builder who built this building, there's not enough evidence. That, that's, just, that's just silly. When you and I stand before God, every thought, word, and deed will come out as evidence of our innocence or our guilt. On a moral scale, you and I are gonna come up short. Every evil deed will not go unpunished. And you have only one hope and so do I. And it's the cross of Jesus Christ. God so loved you and me that he sent his son to willingly lay down his life and shed his blood to pay the price for your sin and mine, our selfishness, our arrogance, our, 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 our foolishness, and to, to wash us clean, to heal our hearts, to make us brand new. And I can tell you that if you will call out to God, he will answer you. If you'll humble yourself, 
if you'll turn away from your thinking that uh, you know more than God, you come to him by faith, which by the way, you don't have apart from God's mercy and his kindness. So come to him and ask him for it in humility and he will give it to you. I don't think it's an accident that you're watching here tonight. I'm a recovering atheist. And by the way, if you're a believer in God and you don't want to have these kinds of conversations with people, don't wear this shirt. I mean, if you don't like sharing your faith story and the message of the gospel with people, don't wear this shirt. Do you know why? Because every time I wear it, people are asking me about it. I like your shirt. Hey, what's that? What, what, you're, I didn't know you were an atheist. Are you kidding me? Like you talk about faith all the time. Yeah, I know because God opened my eyes, but I used to be a fool. If you do like to share your faith, pick up one of these. Uh, I got a whole bunch more recently at my website and they're great conversation starters. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.